You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know who we're going to check in with? Guy who knows defense. He's a former Steeler. Despite that, we have him on the show and we love having him. Former Broncos linebacker, current radio host at 104.3, the fan in Denver, He's with the Compass Media Networks. He is Mr. Chad Brown, and he joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Hi, Chad. Hey, Chad. Hey, fellas. How you guys doing? Good. We are well. Thank you very much for joining us after uh, your work day. We appreciate it. No problem at all. Happy to do it. Jim Schwartz, ever cross paths? Reputation. What do you think? Uh, Jim Schwartz has a reputation of, uh, you know, being a good defensive coordinator, um, certainly a, a, a guy, I think, who uh, lets the players know where they're standing. You know, we, you always hear about some coaches who are uh, – they don't connect to the guys. And, they, they, you know, as a player, you, you want somebody to motivate you and, and kind of have a positive spin on things. At the same time, you want to know the truth about how I'm playing, what's my standing on the team, what's my opportunity to make this football team. Jim Schwartz is that kind of guy. And then from a schematic standpoint – uh, that wide nine style that he plays with his front four, where those defensive ends are kind of cocked towards the quarterback and, and outside the tight end, outside the offensive tackle alignment, um, that is going to fit Miles Garrett to a T. Uh, that is a system that Nick Bosa plays with out there in San Francisco. It's able to extract the, the best out of him. It would do the same thing for Miles Garrett. So if you're Miles, you're happy. Oh, absolutely. This is an opportunity for you. Literally, your job is to pin your ears back and get as much penetration into the backfield, whether it's a pass play or if it's a run play. If it's a pass play, you're trying to get around that offensive tackle. If it's a run play, you want to knock that offensive lineman back into the backfield and corrupt disruption and chaos in that backfield. It's going to fit Miles Garrett to a T. Is this what this team needs? I mean, we started off a season with – you know, guys talking about uh, it's a communication issue. Everything seemed to be a communication issue on defense. And then you get towards the end of the season and you get in the Jadavian Clowney stuff and, you know, talk about guys screaming at each other in the locker room and they were leaving at Baltimore. Is is he the right fit for what this defense needs? It sounds like there's issues going on in there. Uh, you know, I, I don't have a, a, enough of a, a personal knowledge base to say he's going to be the perfect guy for a locker room that's, suffering from this from dysfunction sure <clears throat> but i know uh, there there's ways that a coach can get ahead of that kind of dysfunction and a lot of that is just communication letting all the players know where they stand let them know the communication about the game plan and why they're doing certain things and why certain players are being asked to do certain things and some guys are not asked to do certain things so that communication factor goes a long way if things aren't communicated uh, from a player perspective then you start writing your own narrative in your head um, and that's a, a sure way to create a, a lack of cohesion and a lack of understanding. If you give the space 
for all 25 guys on the defensive side of the ball to begin to write their own stories, yeah, it's difficult for you to be successful in that circumstance. If I do know one thing about Jim Schwartz is that from a communication standpoint, that's not going to be lacking. Chad Brown joining us. Chad, uh, Jim had pretty good defensive tackles in his stops in Tennessee and his stops in Philadelphia. Uh, Browns do not have good defensive tackles. If you're Andrew Barry, general manager of the Browns, I would think you will listen greatly to Jim Schwartz, who's probably going to tell you, boy, do I need some more help. Uh, are tackles key to what he wants to do? Obviously he wants to bring that pressure with you know the edge, but you can't really do that if you're not stout up the middle, can you? Oh, you can't. And if you think about, look at what the uh, 49ers have done in recent drafts and the amount of draft capital they have spent on the defensive line. Nick Bosa, top five pick. Javon Kinlaw, first round pick. DeForest Buckner, who's no longer with them, he's with the Colts, first round pick. Eric Armstead, first round pick. So if you're going to play that system uh, and to expect it to be successful, you are going to have to in- invest some draft capital into that. And even outside of those first round picks, uh, the 49ers got uh, D. Ford out of Kansas City a couple of years ago. He was for that front four as well. So they have invested picks and uh, made some trades and spent some dollars to shore up that, that front seven, particularly that front four in San Francisco. And it's paid dividends over the last couple of seasons. Uh, they are able to get after you in the run game and the pass game. They keep those linebackers clean. Guys like uh, Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner and uh, Al Sayer, those linebackers for San Francisco are able to skate around the line of scrimmage and be successful stopping the run in the pass because that front four is just so difficult to deal with. If you're the Browns right now and you like your defensive backs, I think, Chad, and you know, like one of your defensive linemen, are you focusing in particular on DTs and, and another maybe defensive end or two, or does linebacker need to be beefed up? I, I'm just wondering from, from your experience in watching Jim Schwartz's defense, what's maybe more critical from a position standpoint? I'm, I'm going to say go after the, the defensive line. If you've got a tremendous defensive line, that's going to allow your linebackers to play so much better. And in my 15 years in the NFL, there were a, a couple years in there where those guys in front of me just weren't very good. And if that's the case, and those offensive guards are able to get up to the second level so quickly because they're not forced to double team the guys up front, uh, then that makes life almost impossible for you as a linebacker. And I had a year in Seattle where we were the worst run defense in the league. And every single week it felt like we were giving up 150 to 200 yards on the ground. And no matter what I did as an individual linebacker, uh, there was only so much that I could do because uh, our defensive line, our front four, just weren't up to uh, the, the, the level necessary to be able to slow an NFL run game down. And, uh, you know, if you don't have the horses up front, regardless of what your philosophy as a coordinator and how talented a guy like Miles Garrett is uh, on the edge, you still got to need some horses up front to stop and slow that run game down so you can get the third down so Miles Garrett can get after the quarterback. What did you think of the playoffs this weekend, Chad? I thought it was a great weekend, except for the first and the last game. I thought it was a lot of fun this weekend. It shows, you know, the parity and then – even if you've got teams that are on their third-string quarterback, it doesn't seem to matter because the competitive balance this weekend, I thought, was outstanding. It was a great weekend to watch football. What would you think? I thought it was a great weekend as, as well. Um, you know, I, 
at first I was like, man, you know, six games, am I going to get bored? Yeah. You know, uh, no, they, uh, <laughs> there was no boring games whatsoever. I, I guess the second half of uh, Monday night's game was a bit boring. It, it did. Tampa really didn't show any, you know, possibility of coming back into that ball game. But outside of that, all the games were pretty compelling. Even the the Niners Seahawks game, maybe not so much for what the Seahawks were able to put up on the board, but the fact that Brock Purdy was able to play so well as Mister Irrelevant. Um, a tremendous weekend of football. And it goes to show that balance is critical in the NFL. And we've seen these teams, you know, be so quarterback centric, but in the end, the playoffs are about balance and the teams that could run the ball well and have some balance were the teams that prevail. Think about the chargers running the game, run the ball only seven times after they got up to a 27 to nothing lead. Uh, the lack of balance hurt the chargers and ultimately was part of their demise in that ball game to, to the Jaguars. So, uh, balance is still important. Running the ball is still important. In this age of quarterbacks, quarterbacks get $250 million deals. You still got to be able to support that guy. Even if the run game's not super successful, you still need to be able to, to do it every once in a while to set up things like pay action pass and make the life of the offensive line a little bit easier so they can protect that quarterback on third down. Speaking of quarterbacks who are making an ungodly amount of money, Chad, uh, the one you cover out there on a regular basis, Russell Wilson in Denver, will have a new head coach. Will a new head coach get that straightened out, and who do you think that coach might be? Well, we saw Jim Harbaugh make his uh, commitment back to uh, University of Michigan, so now he's out of the picture. I think that moves Sean Payton to number one, at least in Bronco fans' mind. Um, and and the, the thinking is, you know, guys like Dan Quinn, guys like uh, Evero Ejiro, the current defensive coordinator for the Broncos, guys on the defensive side of the ball, uh, I think they're moving into that second-place spot because this team is really going to be about Russell Wilson and how far wherever the new coach is can make him better. Nathaniel Hackett was unable to do that. Uh, the thought was Coach Hackett is a young, offensive-minded guy, would join up minds with Russell Wilson. They would be able to do something dynamic together. In the end, uh, Russell Wilson – and the whole desire to let Russ cook, uh, the meals weren't very good when Russell Wilson cooked. The success the Broncos had a little bit later in the season after Nathaniel Hackett was hired and Jerry Rossberg took over as interim coach was because they had great balance. They ran the ball. They didn't ask Russell Wilson to do too much. So whoever this coach is who's coming in is going to have to deal with Russell Wilson because of the implications on the salary cap that they were to let Russell Wilson go. Uh, So the next two years, uh, that coach is going to have to figure out how to maximize a guy who, in my opinion, is on the decline, has lost more than just a step, maybe a step and a half, if, maybe even two steps. So how do I maximize that guy? I think looking at the playoffs this year, heck, looking at the 49ers and what they're able to do from a play-calling standpoint, they're able to run the ball effectively, they're able to go to play action pass because they've run the ball effectively and give their quarterback. Brock Purdy certainly has some talent and some calm presence within him, but I don't think anyone's going to say this guy's a top five quarterback in the NFL. He's playing like one because the offense is allowing him to do that. So whoever becomes a coach in Denver is going to have to replicate maybe not that specific scheme, but that type of play calling and that type of comfort at the play at the quarterback position for Russell Wilson and the Broncos to be successful. Chad, awesome. Thank you for your thoughts, buddy. We appreciate you being with us. Thanks, Chad. All right.
Thanks for having me on, guys. I always appreciate it. Chad appreciate Brown, you. former NFL linebacker with the Steelers and the Broncos, now working in our business in Denver. And some really good thoughts there on Jim Schwartz, what he wants to do, how he does it, and what might happen in Denver. Wait, that Sean Payton sweepstakes is interesting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 